Ah, Josh Turner, why don't we just dance? Sounds like a ninth grade prom, doesn't it? Guys sitting along the wall, the gals gals looking for somebody to dance with, and uh, why don't we just dance? Good morning, it's chore time here on Wax. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott, and you know, I do writing programs in schools off and on, and I always tell these bored senior boys, I say, boy, I'll tell you what, all else, all else even, there's a couple things. I said, go ahead and write a poem to a girl, and second, dance at the school dance. And you'll always get the girl that way, and they laugh, and the girls always say, yeah, that's true. And I say, I know, it's experience. I know. Because I was the guy against the wall. I never danced. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I, I, I had a girl, a gal that was a senior, and Pam Haney was her name. And uh, she had a boyfriend that was a big lug. <laughs> And she and I were always good friends. We go to the school dances, you know, like after our basketball games yep. and school dances in the cafeteria. And so she said, did you want to dance? And I said, well, I'm not real good at. Come on, I'll teach you how. And so uh, I don't know how good a, I don't know how good a teacher she was, but I ended up on a dance floor and ha- always had a lot of fun. So it was uh, it was a long time what ago, about, but I'll never forget it. We had a we had a ball. Yeah, the get up and dance. Yeah, and what is well, dancing nowadays? I mean, it's just jumping around. It's not like the waltz or something like that where there was a you know a step to it. You know, now it's just get up and jump around. That's all <laughs> dancing is. So, but anyway, we've got other chores to get uh, done this morning. The government sending out more money, and uh, as the uh, shoes start to drop from this election, we'll talk about some of the potential impacts of that, both nationally and uh, in Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, I guess we understand now maybe, and I'll say maybe, one of the reasons that the state legislature hasn't met, Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald really didn't care. He was running for Congress, so he he was leaving the state. So he didn't care about calling it together, and obviously none of the other Republicans in the Senate thought about it, but uh, Scott Fitzgerald, Senate Majority yeah. Leader, Congressman, he was Congressman running for Fitzgerald Congress. As of today. Yeah, yeah, he had other things on his mind rather than calling the Senate back to order, so that's uh, one of the reasons. But anyway, we've yeah. got to move on here. we got a lot of chores to do. 51 degrees, sunny day, 66. Man, oh man, anybody that's staying in the house, this kind of weather is nuts. Oh boy, it was just beautiful to be outside doing stuff yesterday. Same today, same uh, tomorrow, same on Saturday, same on Sunday, and then Monday it looks like a chance of rain on Tuesday. We're going to go from the 70s uh, towards the end of the week here to the 30s by Tuesday, so it's going to change, so get out and get your jobs done. What are you drinking this morning? As far as coffee I'm drinking is concerned. some morning breakfast blend here from uh, Revolution down in Black River Falls, and that's good enough for me right now, but I want to get down there later on and get one of their donuts or a scone, or I might go later and have some lunch and eat one of their great sandwiches. They have some uh, good, good sandwiches there, let me tell you. Yeah, they got I, a lot of good food down there. All you got to do is look at the boards, and I mean, they got a lot of boards on the wall, and they got different things on them, and <laughs> holy man, it takes you a while to scan the boards. While you go enjoy your breakfast blend, we'll talk to you after the top of the hour. We'll do that. There goes Scott with his uh, breakfast blend coffee from Revolution Coffee this morning. Again, more sunshine today. Temperatures upper 60s. We're low 50s right now and 40s. Oh, son of Coach Charlie. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. After a relatively quiet election night, protesters are turning out as the race for the White House is still up in the air. The National Guard was deployed to suppress protests in Portland, Oregon, while arrests were reported in Minneapolis and New York City. In Phoenix, President Trump supporters gathered outside the county elections department, angry that longtime Republican stronghold Arizona seems to be leaning towards Democrat Joe Biden. More than 100 demonstrations are planned across the country through Saturday. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden is confident that he's on the path to the presidency. Speaking in Delaware yesterday, Biden cited trends in the battleground states of Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. I'm not here to declare that we've won, but I am here to report when the count is finished, we believe we will be the winners. 
The former VP called democracy the heartbeat of the nation, and he said the people decide elections. He praised the high volume of votes in the presidential election during the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is confident that Joe Biden is going to have enough votes to win the Electoral College. Brian Shook has the details. In a letter to Democratic colleagues, Pelosi said Americans have made their choice clear at the ballot box for Biden and Kamala Harris. The California Democrat argued Biden's election will be historic, noting the more than 70 million voters who cast a ballot for Biden. Pelosi also reminded her party to stay patient as the last votes are tallied and races are called. I'm Brian Shook. And Iran has no doubt been keeping up with the U.S. presidential election, waiting for the final results, just like the rest of the world. On Wednesday, that country's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, weighed in on the state of the race for the White House, tweeting, what a spectacle. Khamenei also spoke out on Election Day, saying Iran doesn't care who is or who isn't in power. He said, our policy towards the United States is clearly set and does not change with the movement of individuals. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. And we don't really care about Iran's politics either, so (laughs) there you go. All right, we've got three minutes after 5 o'clock. We've got some beautiful, beautiful weather to tell you about, at least through this weekend. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. Got to do what we've got to do, helping the people that, are, that did lose their jobs and lost their income, and now they don't have money for their food. It feels good to be out there to assist our community with what we're dealing with. It's what you sign up for as a soldier. We will not rest until the mission is complete. Each one of these soldiers, once they received the call, they understood that all hands were on deck. This goes to the core of what citizen soldiers do. We are your Army National Guard. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Always ready, always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Smith Brothers Meats and Colby features the largest selection of fresh meats and cheeses in the area. Rely on Smith Brothers to give you top quality service and the best cuts of meat with their full service retail meat counter and a processing service for almost any type of wild game. Smith Brothers Meats and Colby is also home to Traeger pellet grills that you can use all year round. You can grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, and barbecue your way to amazing flavors. They have everything you need to make a delicious meal for your family. Smith Brothers Meats and Colby. Just taste it. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Our weather in the area going to remain awfully nice Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Temperatures 60s and 70s. Might even break some more records as we uh, go through the weekend. Monday, it'll start to change. It'll cool off into the low 60s. Chance of rain moving in. And then Tuesday, that's the game changer. 38 for the high. 38 the high on Tuesday and mixed precipitation. So, again, enjoy it. Get work done outside the next few days and then and get ready for, I guess, real November weather. Right now, we've got 39 in Rice Lake, 46 in Medford and Wausau, 45 in Marshfield, Lacrosse at 49, Green Bay at 48, Madison Sun Prairie at 49. It's 58 in Milwaukee this morning, and we've got 51 degrees here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area this morning. Look for upper 60s and sunshine today. We're also looking for some market information. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. For those who work in acres... Not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we've got markets courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. And, Scott, the cash livestock markets this morning. Choice and prime fed beef steers are at 95 to 106 with mixed 80 to 94. Choice and prime fed beef heifers, 93 and a half to 105 with a mixed 65 to 93 and a half. 
Fed Holstein steers are at 87 to 96 and a half with selects 65 to 87. Cows 35 to 48 with the tops 45 to 65 and the bulls 42 to 80. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 40 and down, sows 28 to 31, and boars 10 and down. New crop market lambs are at 150 to 220. New old crop market lambs 150 to 250, and feeder lambs 110 to 240. All right, you get some of the farm news ready, but before we do that, you had a chance to talk to uh, two of the young guys from our area that won national proficiency awards, and we're going to hear from one of those this morning. Tyler Gardner from Pittsville, and you were saying that, boy, you want to talk to some sharp young guys. Those are the two Ooh. to talk to. Let me tell you, if, if uh, we stepped away from the world this uh, this morning, you and I, either of those guys could step in and probably do a better job than both of us. <laughs> they're sharp. If they want the job, they've got it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, so we'll be talking here in your conversation with Tyler Gardner from Pittsville, who won the National Proficiency Award in Fruit Production, obviously with a cranberry operation over there in the Pittsville area. So we'll do that, and then we'll catch up That's with right. you in a little while. So uh, hang in there. All right. There goes Scott. Now, the rest of our markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Livestock futures were higher yesterday in Chicago. December live cattle, 107.87. That was up a half a dollar. February at 110.77, up 47. April up 97 at 114.67. January cattle, 108.90, up 102. Feeder cattle for November, 137.70, up $1.57. January feeders, 135.15. Up 197. May was up 172 at 134.87. April up 136.85. That was up $1.70. And May closed at 137.75, up $1.60. Lean hog carcass contracts, December at 66.35. That was up 95. February at $67, even up 147. April at 69.40. That was up 122. And May hogs at $74 even, up $1.10. Board of Trade also higher. There's some tight supplies and also a little weather concern, not only in our country, but down in Argentina where they're growing that winter crop. Overnight, December corn, 4 to 5 cents higher following the higher close yesterday in the day trade. December corn this morning is at 4.10 a bushel. Oats up 6 at 3.02. December wheat up 9 at 6.15. January soybeans up 13 to 14 cents, setting at $11 even. Soybean meal up 2.60 a ton for that December contract, $388.30. Cheese prices were lower yesterday. Barrels down 3 at 249.5. The blocks down 10.5 at 2.63. Double A butter up a cent and a quarter at uh, 143 and uh, three quarters and we see the class three prices were lower november down nine at 2377 december down a nickel at 2017 january down seven at 1792 february down a nickel at 1679 march down eight at 1647 the official class three came out yesterday october 2161 that's up five dollars and 18 cents from september and up $2.89 from last October. So, again, that October Class 3 coming out yesterday at twenty-one sixty-one. Well, we're going to hear from uh, one of those young men that won the National Proficiency Award at last week's FFA Virtual Convention. That's Tyler Gardner from Pittsville, and we'll do that. But we want to tell you about the market prices at Wheat and Grain. First of all, the Wheat and Grain out west of Chippewa Falls and their prices today at their Chippewa Falls Wheaton location for corn at Wheaton Grain, 353. The beans at 1028 at their Connorsville location, corn price at 349, and the soybeans at $10.16 a bushel. I'm Daryl, the owner of Wheaton Grain. I'm a family man and a businessman. I know when the combines are rolling, you're busy. That's why at Wheaton Grain, we'll give you faster unloading times to get you on your way. I know what you go through every day. That's why I offer competitive prices for your corn and soybeans and also offer affordable drying and storage. Check us out at wheatandgrain.com. Wheat and Grain. We're more than just a business. We're family. Wheat and Grain is our name and Bushels is our game. 
The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. This year's National FFA Convention is history. A little different than the rest of the FFA conventions over the years as it was all online, virtual. Even in that case, we found out that we had some National Proficiency Award winners from Wisconsin and one of them is Tyler Gardner, part of the Pittsville FFA chapter. Good morning, Tyler. Oh, good morning, Scott. Good morning. Tyler won the National Proficiency Award in fruit production. The fruit, in his case, being cranberries. He's in the middle of cranberry country in southern Wood County there. Tell me about your involvement in the industry. So my involvement started basically when I was just a little kid as I grew up on one of my family's cranberry marshes just out in southern Wood County. And I grew up on a little 80-acre cranberry marsh that my dad owned. And so my involvement started young. And as I got older, um, I kind of moved up through the ranks. And my dad taught me a lot. And also my uncle, um, Butch Gardner, too, he taught me quite a bit, too, when it comes to uh, growing cranberries and such. So right now, I'm basically working in the business. Now we just wrapped up our harvest season. But during harvest, usually hauling cranberries or I'm working on the harvest crew, and then in the summertime, mostly just out and about, putting fertilizer on, and then also taking control of the pest management and such. So. And by the way, your parents are? Oh, my, my parents are Tom and Janine Gardner. Tom and Butch are still in charge of the marshes, I'm guessing, but yeah. is, it, is it something that you look forward to someday, someday down the line to hang on to those marshes and uh, deal with them, or what are you looking at? Yeah, I think for the most part, I have three other brothers as well. So I think what we kind of want to do is keep it in the family business and then mm-hmm. keep just working up through. And that's kind of the ultimate goal is just to stay or keep it a family-run um, company and just kind of work our way back into the business. As all my brothers and I, we've just kind of gone off to either school or doing our own thing, but eventually come back and take over the family business. And speaking of business and school, you're attending UW River Falls and studying yep. at the moment egg business. Any goals with that yet or besides the marsh or do you do you have anything any ideas yet? That's a ways down the line for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so um I actually just started studying there this year. I transferred him. So it's I still got a few more years left up at River Falls and I'm not sure what I'll end up using that degree for quite yet, but I'm sure eventually I'll use it back in the family business, or I could get a nice career right out of school with that degree. So I'm undecided. It's up in the air quite yet, but I'll find something, or I'll find some use for it. One thing about heading towards that Fruit Production Proficiency Award, you had uh, some experience in presentations about cranberries in the industry with the splash of red cranberry tours right there at Pittsville High School where you attended with FFA advisor Lindsay Meisner. Did that help you along in this process? Oh, most most definitely, especially because for what we had to do for the national finalists is create a video explaining our proficiency award. And that, the splash of red cranberry tours definitely helped me out with my public speaking. But also, I want to be here if it wasn't for Lindsay Meisner, like, I owe her a big thanks for helping me out and get to where I'm at. But most definitely the Splash Red Cranberry Tours also helped me out. And I also did tours down in um, Warren's, Wisconsin, too, at that Cranberry Festival they have down there. So I've given quite a bit of tours. So it definitely helps out with public speaking and just having a better understanding and better understanding how to explain to people about the cranberry industry as well. When you talk about those tours, that's kind of a community-minded thing, and you were telling me mm-hmm. that you spent all day Tuesday, as you have in the past, at election time, working the polls down in the town of Ohio. Yeah. I started working at the election polls back when I was 16, so when I was old enough to pitch it and help out. So I think I've worked every election since I turned 16, and I always enjoy working the elections and just helping out the township because... I grew up in a little small township of the higher township of Ohio, so it always helps out if someone can pitch in and help out and work at the polls. So, tell me about the online part of the National FFA convention. It would have been nice to walk across that stage, I'm sure, to receive it. Did you have some people around you when the award was being announced online? Last year, too, I did get the opportunity to walk across the stage for forest management, and this year was a little mm-hmm. bit different as everything was set up with Zoom, but 
Um, I just came back from River Falls, back to Pittsville, and then I just logged it on my computer, and my parents, Tom and Janine Gardner, and then also Lindsay Meisner, um, were all in the same room, and so we just all kind of tuned in on Zoom and just kind of watched the mm-hmm. results happen. But it was just uh, four of us in a room, just kind of like it was when you walk up on the stage, and all four of us were logged in online on our computers, and then they just announced the results. And I'm sure a couple of pats on the back occurred right then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A few hugs and high fives. So. And again, that's Scott talking to Tyler Gardner from over there at uh, Gardner's Cranberries over there in Wood County in Pittsville area. And, of course, mentioned Lindsay Meisner, the current instructor. But uh, got to go back to Bill Urban. Bill Urban was the FFA instructor and advisor there, started that uh, program over there and crammed the only cranberry science program in uh, high schools in the country is at pittsville and uh, bill urban started that so a lot of folks but uh, tyler really as uh, scott said earlier tremendous young man as far as uh, our uh, future is concerned and uh, he's going to be a leader over there and a, a good uh, good reward for him down at the ffa convention even though it was virtual. Scott's going to join us. We're going to take a look at some of our farm news brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service at Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. And prices today at uh, both Holman and the Arcadia locations, corn 357, the soybeans at 1018 a bushel. Farm news brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Ben Domer's Grain Service bringing us our farm news and Scott politics. We're still waiting for the presidential election, but there are other things that are kind of interesting as well. Absolutely. There will be a new chairman of the House Agriculture Committee in the next Congress. That be, that's because the current chairman, Colin Peterson, who's represented as rural Minnesota district for the past three decades, was beaten in Tuesday's election. Former Minnesota Lieutenant Governor Michelle Fishbach beat Peterson in what one political science professor in Minnesota said would mean the end of the moderate rural Democrat as more and more rural areas are turning Republican. In Wisconsin politics, things could get interesting in the state Senate during the next term. That's because Democrat Brad Pfaff won the seat in the 32nd Senatorial District from his Republican challenger, former Senator Dan Kopanke. Senator-elect Pfaff was de- uh, designated to be the state agriculture secretary in the Evers administration and served in that job until the state Senate failed to confirm him last November. But he won't have to spar with the leader of the effort to defeat his nomination as Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald is heading to Washington as the newly elected congressman to represent the 5th Congressional District. That seat was formerly held by James Sensenbrenner, who decided to retire from Congress. Very interesting. All right, sir, you get some more news together, and we'll talk to you in just a little while. We'll do that. There goes Scott once again. And coming up, excuse me, we're going to talk... Oh, about the Heart of the Farm conferences that are always held every year. We'll hear the latest on those in this world of virtual meetings. Off-farm income helps make ends meet. But if you like helping farmers as well as you like farming, you don't have to go off-farm to earn additional income. I'm Shannon Latham. We're looking for people like you to join our team of Latham Seed representatives. We offer flexible hours, agronomic support, and one of the largest, most diverse portfolios of technologies in this industry because we believe in providing the right seed field by field for local growing conditions. Made for this? Let's talk business at 877-GO-LATHAM. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. There hasn't been a whole lot going on since the coronavirus pandemic, but luckily there are still opportunities to get involved and educate. 
from the western end of the world's longest barn in lacrosse i'm caitlin riley and we've shared stories time and time again of women getting more involved in agriculture and we saw it in our latest census we saw a 27 percent increase in female producers and pam you had the chance to chat with some of the organizers on the ground level who are helping these women as they're navigating the complicated business of farming, agribusinesses, and more. Yeah, absolutely, Kaylin. Fabulous farm bay, Pam Yankee, at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And let's let's uh, fast forward to today. Now our farm women are not only trying to navigate uh, agribusiness, the markets, all of the influence from the pandemic on those markets. Some of these women may be working remotely on a separate off-farm job and then factor in that the kids are sitting right there for many of the households. So you've got to try to find time for that. It's a balancing act that they've probably never been up against in previous times. Trying to stay connected with other women that are facing those same challenges is exactly what Heart of the Farm is all about. It is a program that's designed for farm women, focused on educational topics, business topics, and just keeping them connected with the resources that were out there. Talked about it with Jenny Vanderlyn, who's coordinating the Coffee Chats version that are going to be held on the second Monday of every month from 10 until 11 a.m. right through March, the first of which is coming up on November 9th when Jerry Apps will kick off the Coffee Chat season talking about women's place in Wisconsin history. Jenny Vanderlyn gave me a little bit of an update on how they've uh, kind of finessed the program to hopefully attract more farm women than ever before and keep them connected even if it is just virtually. It does have to be administered. As you know, the Heart of the Farm um, Women in Agriculture program is is a UW-Madison Division of Extension program, and what we try to do is address the needs of farm women by providing education um, on farm business topics, networking, social networking, and connecting them with um, other farm women, resources, and creating that support network. And... Due to the COVID, we started last May um, doing some online series called Coffee Chats. So we're still, we were unable to host any in-person conferences. So we came up with this online series to connect and to continue supporting that that very important women in agriculture network. You know, and Jenny, I'm going to just jump in here because honestly, now that we've lived, what, eight months of this uh, pandemic, Staying connected, having somebody else uh, that's in the same boat as you, I, I'm thinking that value, that, uh, that uh, element is uh, incredibly important for our farm women. Oh, it's very important because they're all kind of in the same boat. I mean, women in just about any industry are all already disproportionately responsible for a lot of the domestic chores and caretaking, as we all well know. And it, just on the farm, it's even busier than that. You might be working on the farm and off the farm, but you're also probably now taking care of grandchildren. You're doing, um, you know, added responsibilities of teaching, and, and you feel even more isolated than you may have before. And so those social networking lines and ties are extremely important. All right, so tell me how you have been working with your team to transition to that online presentation. And I see your kickoff fella is one of my favorites, Jerry Apps, to, I guess, probably give us a little perspective on it all. Yeah, Jerry's going to start off our um, our series and kind of um, talk about women in agriculture and give a little brief history. And he's going to kind of bring in some going back to the pioneer days and bringing in how Uh, women in agriculture have changed over the years and he's going to be drawing a little bit on his mother's roles at that time he's also got a new book out about cheese and the making of the wisconsin tradition and he's going to kind of do a little bit of uh, how women women's roles in the cheese making process also yeah well maybe and uh, again i want to jump ahead a little bit that's uh, something that many people from a non-farm background may not understand is that a lot of our Wisconsin cheesemaking began because of unique, creative farm women. Yeah, very much so. I think that it will be kind of drawing on and bringing in other people from um, different industries, not only the egg world, but kind of like honoring those, those women in agriculture and how that they are very, very important to the industry. 
Jenny Vanderlyn's along with us, coordinator of this fall's Heart of the Farm uh, Coffee Chats, continuing from uh, this spring and now focused in on keeping us connected going into the winter months. Now, got to ask you, Jenny, at any given time, maybe since COVID became a part of our world, or maybe it goes back to 2019, how many women generally will take advantage of the Heart of the Farm series? Do you, do you, are you meaning the, the online series or the actual in-person conferences over the years? Either. Well, the online series, we did host them last year, and we had very, very good turnout. We started out with a statewide one, and then we also did them regionally and locally. And we had quite a, quite a few people. Um, the the one-day conferences, which we've had over the years, we've had, oh, probably, well, since we started in about 2002, we've had over 1,000 women attend all of our conferences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's the feedback like, Jenny? I mean, what people may not understand is, yes, this is a job, but you also feed off your audience. What do you hear from the women that tap into Heart of the Farm? Actually, one of the one of the biggest things that we hear is the the, the social networking. Sometimes they they have actually met somebody that it will, lives within five six miles from them, and they hadn't known that. So that social networking, knowing that they're not alone, knowing that they're not as self. Um, isolated as they they may have thought and just kind of being able to talk to somebody else and that understands the agricultural world and for for instance if you're working off the farm you might be working with a co-worker who has no idea what the agricultural background is and stuff and so that that networking and having somebody actually in the room that they can talk to who understands and again the heart of the farm conferences that's uh, jenny vanderlin and again, so important for women in agriculture. 28 minutes after 5, we're going to get some markets coming up. We're going to Premier Livestock. Travis Parr is going to join us this morning, 28 and a half after 5 at Wax. As a company founded by farmers, Rural Mutual Insurance has long understood the unique needs of the Wisconsin egg industry and the people who work hard every day. Eva and Tom Curtis of Rice Lake offer farm families the best advice, personalized coverage, and fast claim service. As Wisconsin's number one farm insurer, be confident that your farm is properly protected with Eva and Tom Curtis. Call Eva at 715-403-2223 to get a farm insurance quote from the leaders in the field. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get some market information from over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Travis Parr joining us this morning. Rocky taking a couple days to see if he can fill the freezer, but uh, does he ever share any of that wild game with you? Not not too often. Uh, every once in a while he'll bring a package or something. But, uh, he he's doesn't have get a big wild though. game feed for the whole staff. I think he's got to shoot enough for his family first. But he <laughs> so far hasn't, hasn't, hasn't got anything this year. No, I know it, but I think over the years he's got a whole lot. So, uh, anyway. Yeah, he, he's been pretty successful. Yeah, he really has. Hopefully he's successful again this time. Well, it's uh, Thursday already. What's going on at Premier Livestock? All right, Bob, we'll tell you all about it. Good morning, everybody. This is kind of the way the livestock's wrapped up this, uh, this week so far here at Premier Livestock. Um, our cow market remains steady uh, under a lot of pressure yet uh, with uh, all the cows moving from out west. But the high-yielding cows this week did uh, kind of trade from 50 to 58. We did top at $64 this week. Most of our cows selling, though, from 40 to 50, with them lower-yielding in uh, Shelly Thin cows 40 and down. Organic slaughter cow market on a steady market again this week, 70 up to $92 on them high-yielding cows and lower-yielding cows 69 and down. Fed cattle remain uh, pretty steady, I guess. Uh, high-yielding choice in prime Holstein steers from 87 up to 95.50. For them choice in mixed grading Holstein steers trading from 80 to 87. Our high-quality uh, beef steers and heifers uh, choice in the primes on 90 up to 97 this week with our choice in mixed grading uh, Beef steers and heifers trading from 87 to 93. Bull market, uh, steady market again this week, it seems like. Uh, High-yielding bulls, 73 up to 85, and lower-yielding bulls, 72 and down. Calf market, uh, most of our bull calves this week uh, have traded from 80 up to 135, and our Holstein heifer calves from 10 to 40, with them quality beef calves, 100 up to $240 on them good beef calves. Um, Lower-quality calves, $20 per head and down. Just to uh, give you a little update on what we got coming up here uh, 
tomorrow. Uh, we'll start off tomorrow morning uh, bright and early with our draft door sale. Looks like uh, Jesse doing the catalog yesterday. She's looking at somewhere between 220 and 250 head for that sale tomorrow. So um, if you got draft horses or want to sell or buy, make sure you attend that sale and get there early. Uh, be a lot of horses on that sale for tomorrow. Uh, next bred beef uh, cow in uh, special feeder sale uh, going to be Tuesday, November 17th. Next week we do have a dairy herd coming out of Edgar, um, top quality cows. For more information on any of these sales in that dairy sale, a lot more information on uh, that herd of cows uh, for next week, um, you can call the sale barn at 715-229-2500 or just go to the website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. So that's kind of the way she's wrapping up this week, Bob. Uh, big horse sale tomorrow um, to finish this up, and um, we're back to work next week again. All right. Are we going to have any beards and suspenders over there tomorrow? I imagine the place will be plum full. I would imagine. So you got uh, draft horses coming in from how far away? You know, I know there's some out of Iowa, there's some out of Minnesota, lots of them out of Wisconsin, um, and I do believe there is a one load coming out of Indiana uh, for tomorrow. So basically Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa will uh, will represent a lot of them. Mainly Belgians and Pertrons or Clydes or what do you got? Yeah, mainly Belgium and Pertrons, a lot of Amish uh, workhorses and stuff like that. Uh, there'll be uh, there'll be some uh, Poland Prospect Colts and stuff like that that, uh, that usually end up on this sale. So there'll be some uh, some uh, weanlings and some yearlings on uh, that Belgium uh, Poland pulling prospect stuff, but uh, then we'll get into mainly them workhorses and, and parade teams and stuff like that. So what time are you starting? Uh, I believe we're going to start that tack 8, 39 o'clock and uh, be on horses by 10. Sounds like a plan. All right, Travis, well, get some sleep. You're going to be busy. That we will. Thank you, Bob. We'll talk to you on Monday. There he goes. That's Travis Power over there from uh, Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And uh, we're going to catch up with Kelly and find out about the weather. It's still awfully nice out there. Let's talk hybrids. LG Seeds has a product lineup unlike any other. With our global research program, we evaluate hundreds of thousands of hybrid combinations so only the best seed reaches your field. We call it innovation. You can just call it results. It all comes back to a mentality we share with our growers. Strive to be better stop at nothing get down to business at lgseeds.com wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report and as long as we're talking about livestock with travis one thing i want to mention once again it's today the seventh annual badger swine symposium it's being held virtually and it's uh, part of the uh, extension through the partnership with uw river falls now you're supposed to be registered by november 3rd but uh, the symposium will kick off at noon. Maybe you can call your extension office and find out about the way to get involved in that, if they'll waive that uh, so that you can still get in on that. But if you're already signed up, don't forget that Badger Swine Symposium starts at noon today in conjunction with UW River Falls. Let's get to our weather, because I don't care whether you're going to a swine symposium, finishing up the corn, or still taking a few beans off. It's going to be nice. Kelly Slefka's over at Skywarn 13. And, you know, I, I hate to have these days go by because I keep looking at that Tuesday forecast, Kelly. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta look. You can't look that far ahead here. <laughs> I guess not. I mean, we know it can't last forever, but uh, we've got several more days of this. This is going to be a really nice stretch of weather for us. Uh, yesterday, we tied a record high as we got up to 74. It might not be quite that warm this afternoon. We had a what we call a surface trough move through. That's going to switch that wind around the northwest. We had some clouds with the trough move through overnight, kept our temperatures up a little bit. But with the northwest wind, probably going to hold in the upper 60s today, but still real nice. I think we're back to some 70s tomorrow, likely to shatter the record. The record tomorrow is only 70 and going for mid-70s. So 68 today, a lot of sunshine. Clear tonight down to 42. Sunny, record warmth up to 76 tomorrow. Mostly sunny. The winds start to kick in a little bit more on the uh, Saturday, 74. And it's going to be a windy Sunday, but partly cloudy skies and still real warm, 71. Changes start to come in. It looks like Monday with the front arriving, but I think out ahead of the front, we'll still look at some 60s with a chance of some showers. Right now, with clear skies in Eau Claire, currently 51 degrees. I'm Scott 113, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. And you don't want to tell us what the high is going to be on Tuesday, huh? Uh, 38. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you know, but you know, it doesn't look like it's going to be real, like the real cold weather that we had in October. I think we're going to be back in the 40s most of next week. It's just going to be that initial surge that comes down on Tuesday. Well, hopefully the wind isn't going to be blowing. That made it so cold in October. 
Yeah, uh, it's going to be a little breezy with the front, but, you know, I think the rest of the next week won't be too bad. 40s, once again, pretty close to where we should be this time of the year. Sounds good, but uh, at least through Sunday, it's going to be heaven in Wisconsin, huh? Yeah, breaking out the shorts. There you sure. go. I've got mine broken out already. We'll All right. See you later. Sounds good. All right, there goes Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 with our weather information. Again, 51 right now, 68 today. Tomorrow, probably breaking a record. About 76, partly sunny on Friday. And we're going to get some of our other news. We've got a lot of markets to get to, too. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 23 minutes before 6 o'clock on a Thursday morning at Wax. Let's get some of our other news, more farm news, and uh, lots of local news. Scott, what else is going on? Absolutely. The government is still writing checks to farmers. As of the first of the month, almost $9 billion has been sent out to farmers from that second coronavirus food assistance program. That includes $4.4 billion to crop farmers, $2.4 billion to livestock producers, $877 million to dairy farmers, and almost $22 million to poultry farmers. Iowa farmers have gotten the most money so far, almost $870.5 million dollars followed by Nebraska, Minnesota and and Minnesota at almost five hundred ninety nine million dollars, Illinois, California, Kansas, South Dakota, and then Wisconsin with payments of four hundred six point one million dollars as of November first. And looking on the state and local side of things, the presidential race in Wisconsin has been called, but President Trump's campaign yesterday promised to ask for a recount in the state. Joe Biden has a 20,000-vote lead and has been declared the winner of Wisconsin's 10 electoral votes. Wisconsin Elections Commission's Administrator Megan Wolf said she's confident a recount will show that Wisconsin counted and accounted for every single one of the 3.2 million votes that were cast Tuesday and earlier. Wolf said Wisconsin has a solid election system, and a recount will prove that. Former Governor Scott Walker also tweeted yesterday that previous statewide recounts during the past decade with a Supreme Court and a presidential election, both of which had similar spreads to the 20,000 votes that separate these candidates, moved only the vote only 131 and 300 in either direction. Wisconsin's coronavirus numbers continue to go up. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday reported a record 5,935 positive tests and 54 additional deaths. And it'll be January at the earliest before students in the La Crosse School District go back to school. District officials yesterday said they're extending the online-only classes until early next year because of the coronavirus numbers in La Crosse continuing to grow. The district sent a letter home to parents explaining that until the numbers come down, students will be learning from home. And there will be fewer players, but there apparently still will be a game tonight between the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. Some NFL reports say the league isn't going to cancel or move tonight's game in, in California. That decision comes as four 49er players tested positive for the coronavirus yesterday. At least three Packers also have tested positive. That kickoff is for 7.30 tonight. Well, let's get to some markets. Uh, let's go over to the Baron Equity Barn and hear from Amber. All right. Well, you uh, will hear from Amber. You uh, take care when you get to Donna Revolution in Black River. Don't forget me. I won't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. And as Scott said, yes, let's go to the Baron Sale Barn and to get the results of the sale. Here's, here is Amber. High yielding choice Holstein steers sold from 90 to 97. Choice Holstein steers sold from 80 to 89. And unfinished steers and heifers sold from 78 and down. Call cows, the top 20% sold from 47 to 54, topping out at 59. 60% sold from 
38 to 46, and the bottom 20% sold from 38 and down. Cobos sold from 65 to 80. Calves Quality Holstein Bull Calves sold from 55 to 115, topping out at 120. Quality Holstein Heifer Calves sold from 30 and down, and Light and Poor Quality Calves sold from 50 and down. Our next sheep and goat sale has been changed to Saturday, November 14th at 10 a.m. If you have any questions, please contact Al at 608-477-5825. Thank you and have a good day. As a company founded by farmers, Rural Mutual Insurance has long understood the unique needs of the Wisconsin egg industry and the people who work hard every day. Eva and Tom Curtis of Rice Lake offer farm families the best advice, personalized coverage, and fast claim service. As Wisconsin's number one farm insurer, be confident that your farm is properly protected with Eva and Tom Curtis. Call Eva at 715-403-2223 to get a farm insurance quote from the leaders in the field. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. More markets from the equity market. Let's get on to Stratford, see what happened on Wednesday. Here's uh, Rod Knutson to tell us. The slaughter call marked today lower with 20% of the cows at 52 to 60. 60% of the cows at 40 to 52 and 20% of the cows at 40 and down. Slaughterable market steady with the high-yielding commercial bulls, 65 to 80. We topped at 82 with your Canada lightweight utility bulls at 65 and down. Fed cattle market on a lower tone with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers, a dollar to a dollar four. Select the choice beef steers and heifers at 90 to a dollar. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers at 95 to 98. Choice overnight Holstein steers, 90 to 96 and a quarter. Choice Holsteins, 80 to 90. With your standard select steers and heifers at 80 and down. Replacement calf market steady to week with the top Holstein bull calves 70 to $1.25 a pound. Heifer calves at 20 to 50. And the good beef type calves $1.50 to 260 pound. And just a reminder that on this next Thursday, November 5th, will be our next dairy feeder cattle sale. The dairy cattle starting at 12 o'clock, followed at 12.30 with the feeders. And this has been Rod Knudsen at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. All right. You have a good day, too. Thanks, Rod. Let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale bar now. And Jerry Fitzgerald is with us and uh, ready to uh, rest up from the uh, all the balloting of the other day, huh? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Well, there's a lot of post-election work to do. But anyway, it's uh, uh, we can kind of listen to all the stuff that's going on. But we kind of expected that nationwide this would be dragged out for a while. And, uh, well, anyway, at least, uh, you know, as long as everybody's... Every state is different, so that's the that's the problem we have yep, now. Yep. You know, with the, all this stuff. But anyway, Wisconsin ran a pretty good show, a very good turnout. So uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah. it's, uh, but I mean, you know, it's, uh, I think maybe in the background of all this election stuff is just great weather we're having. Oh, I know it. That's taken uh, precedence for me. That's for sure. More sunshine today, maybe a record tomorrow. So it's going to be nice. Well, get us caught up. It's Thursday. What's going on in Stratford so far this week? Bob, thank you, and good morning, everyone. Yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford, and we'll start with the feeder cattle sale. Lighter weight beef steers and heifers yesterday, selling mostly from a dollar eight to a dollar forty-five. Your beef steers and heifers in a range mostly from eighty-eight to a dollar twenty-seven. Uh, Holstein steers yesterday, about all weights of Holstein, didn't really have any light weights to test the market, but about all Holstein steers are selling in a range from seventy-two to ninety-two Holstein feeder steers. That is. Now we'll get into the market auction yesterday. On the market cow sale yesterday, high-yielding fleshy cows are selling from 50 to 55. Most of the cows, your average cows, continue to sell between 40 and 49. Thin cows, light carcass cows, below the $40 money. Uh, your better quality bulls this week are selling mostly from uh, 72 to 83. Lighter weight bulls, uh, they are 70 and back, and we've topped at 85 on those bulls. On the fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers, uh, mostly from uh, 81 to 91. Select grading cattle, underfinished cattle, $80 and down. On the calf market, good quality replacement Holstein bull calves, uh, weighing from 90 to 130 pounds, selling from 50 to 125 on yesterday's auction. Limited demand on these heifer calves, uh, 35 and below. Beef calves, decent demand continues on those at 100 to on the beef calves. Now, today, Thursday here in Stratford, uh, we do get underway at uh, 11 o'clock with market auction today. We sell market cows, fat cattle and bulls, baby calves. Uh, around the noontime hour, uh, we get on the baby calves. And so I just want to look at the next week here in Stratford. Our next uh, hay sale will be next Tuesday, November the 10th. Um, 
and we do have a, our next feeder cattle sale will be on the 11th, and we do have a special dairy cattle sale coming up on Tuesday, November 17th. More to say about that as the time gets closer. So, Bob, that's kind of up to speed here on uh, Thursday morning, but, uh, yeah, the man, 60s, 70s, folks walking around. Of course, the kids are all in their shorts again, T-shirts, uh, tank tops. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's tough enough to take kids to school, you know, in school when the weather's like this, let alone schooling them at home. You know, how, the, uh, well, how, the, you know, how I, do you keep them inside? It's hard to do, but, again, uh, the challenge is out there. But you enjoy this weather. We'll talk to you in the morning. Sounds good, Bob, and have a good one. There he goes. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford. we got about 14 minutes before 6 o'clock. 51 right now. We'll have 68 and sunshine today. 76. That should be a new record tomorrow with more sunshine. At Channel, we're saying no to excess noise and focusing on what you really need. Customized recommendations and expert advice from people you can count on. Because when you turn down all the extra noise, you can hear yourself succeed. This moment of clarity is brought to you by Channel. Discover how a Channel Seedsman can help drive performance in your fields. Visit channel.com results. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get to it. Over to uh, Tree Livestock in Thorpe before Michelle runs out to go sunbathing in the next few days. Because I would assume that's probably what you're going to do tomorrow with the record highs, huh? Well, I don't know, number one. Why don't you tell me what you're going to do tomorrow? Because I got an interesting phone call yesterday. You know, being that you're number one. Oh, let's see. What is tomorrow? Hmm. <laughs> is, is tomorrow your birthday? Is it? I don't, let me look. Tomorrow, 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 I, 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 tomorrow. I What's the date tomorrow? Uh, well, tomorrow would be, I don't know, is it the 6th or the 7th? <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't even know. But yes, tomorrow <laughs> is my yes, tomorrow but, is my birthday, and I will be here this morning okay. in, in case you get that birthday cake baked for me and get it delivered. Well, and I always I always love to get a little dirt, thank you, to your sister Barb, or you call her Barn. But <laughs> I'm going to now call you, I now have a new nickname for you. I'm going to call you Bad Knee Bob. That's what you're going to be called. Well, that's bad true. Knee Bob. That's true. I've fought my whole life and with bad you, knees. And, and do you know why you're called Bad Knee Bob? I have, well, because my knees are bad. Why though? Oh, always, always. At what specific? Let me let me just guess. I bet ten bucks you have a dishwasher. Oh, absolutely! Don't you? Well, of course. Well, but, everybody's well, got a dishwasher nowadays. But but back in the day, not everybody had a dishwasher, and so when someone was should have been washing dishes, what was one complaining about? Well, Barn, she had bad knees, so she always complained, and she always tried to get out of get out of doing it. Right. She was. Sure. She always That's was playing with her. She was playing with her Susie Homemaker. No, no, she was playing with her imaginary Susie Homemaker because someone had a racetrack. <laughs> yeah. See, I know. I can. I can how did she get your How did she get your phone number? I'm surprised you answered the I phone don't know anyway. That. I just want to know. I didn't know you were number one. Someone oh. like Bob came in the room. It was number one. Oh, absolutely. I didn't know well, that. you can understand that, no. can't you? Heck no. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. I, but, so I, I thank I you, was, but I thank you for the nice birthday wishes. Well, of course, and I just want you to know that I'm with Barb. I I don't. I don't know the pleasure of being number one, so I'm well, just saying. Well, that's not bad. But I do hope you have a nice birthday. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm I will. You, I'm and sure I'm I will. glad you have a. I'm glad you have a dishwasher because I don't know <laughs> what you would do. <laughs> They'd be stabbed. We have a lot of paper plates in my house. That's for sure. Oh, well, okay. No enough doubt. of that nonsense. We should. <laughs> we should get to work here. You got us. I got a sister just like you that, you know, you don't like that sister of yours either. Well, I, I think Barnes I think Barnes on my list now. I I think I like the fact that payback is a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful thing. <laughs> All right. Well, so much for that. Did you sell anything last night? I did, and I'll tell you all about it. Thank you about signing up to sell from Wednesday, November 4th at Trinity Livestock Market in the Florida market. 
80% of the cows, so from 39 and higher. Market cows were 51 to 58, low-yielding cows 40 to 50, thin and weak cows 39 and lower. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime, 82 to 93, selects for 80 and down. For beef-hitch steers and heifers, choice, 87 to 95, selects for 86 and lower. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 68 to 78, with the utilities of 65 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves so from 70 to $115. We topped at 118 with the consignment of Tom Driller by of Boyd. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $65 per head. Beef calves, 85 to 215 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butcher. Sales were 32 to 36 and a half. Fours were 14 and below. Our next show will be Monday, November 9th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the butcher and livestock, your independent family owned an operating market. Have a great day. So are you going to bake? And I hope you, you get, gonna, I I hope hope you get I hope you get all sorts of phone calls tomorrow. I do. <laughs> hey, it's Bob's birthday. I hope I get some. Of, are you going to make me some of that fine baked goods that you made for all your fellow poll workers for my birthday? <laughs> yeah. Here's the virtual gift. <laughs> oh, I, I figured I'd get the same thing I got last year and the year before, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right. Like well, that. you can... You can hang up now because I was going to tell you that off the air when it would be too late for you to say anything. But uh, what I, were you going to say? I was going to tell you it was my birthday tomorrow, but uh, then Barn had to go and spill the goods on me. Oh come on! Yeah, that was well, it. This is this. I'm just saying that this is good. Like, um, who needs sisters? Who I needs sisters? There's... Isn't that right? Who needs sisters? Oh. Just think of all the sweets you could have been given. If she just would have had that Susie homemaker, she could have made you cookies, cakes. Yeah, right. She does make good chocolate chip cookies, I'll tell you that. She makes delicious chocolate chip cookies, and once in a while, she'll share those with me. Unlike other oh, people. Oh, well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just, just saying. Think of, I'm just saying that there's lots of experience that she had to try to ha- learn how to do that without that Susie homemaker of it. <laughs> and so I'm sure after all the experimenting with all that thing, she probably does make a great chocolate chip cookie. She does. Maybe she'll share the recipe with you. Well, the good thing is that you have a dishwasher and you don't have to worry about <laughs> In other words, you don't want to have anything to do with having to make chocolate chip cookies. I understand that. So you have a good weekend and uh, think of me tomorrow when you're washing dishes. I will. Enjoy your birthday. <laughs> we will. Uh, Michelle over there, Tree Livestock in Thorpe this morning. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP. Or visit mad.org. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory, serving families since 1982. Let's get more market information. Go over to the uh, Zombrota barn and uh, get a little of the information from Patty Schli- uh, from Patty Mickla. In the sheep and goat division, we had market lambs. We had some new crop in, bringing a dollar fifty to two twenty, and the feeder lambs, fifty to seventy pounds. We're at a dollar fifty to two forty two fifty. We had some seventy to one hundred and ten pounds from one fifty to two fifty. The slaughter ewes, utility and goods brought seventy five to ninety, and the thin and cull ewes were ranging from ten to fifty. Looking at the goat division, we had small goats forty to sixty pounds bringing seventy five to one hundred twenty five dollars. Seventy to ninety pound goats were at one fifty to two hundred and twenty. We had goats weighing ninety to one hundred pounds from two fifteen to four hundred and forty, with the nanny goats ranging from one forty to three hundred dollars per head. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. And 
looking at the rest of our markets, courtesy of Synergy Co-ops on the Board of Trade. Markets were higher yesterday and overnight. December corn this morning, 4 to 5 cents higher at 410. Oats up 6 at 302. December wheat up 9 at 615. January soybeans up 13 to 14 cents, sitting at $11 a bushel. And soybean meal December up 260 a ton at $388.30. Country elevator prices at uh, wheat and grain, their Chippewa Falls wheat location, corn today 353, beans 1028. Their Connersville location, corn 349, the beans at 1016. Dimmer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Corn delivered to those elevators today, 357, the beans at 1018. On the DTN screen, corn at uh, Baldwin, Elmwood, and Fall Creek at 360 with the beans at 1022. Duran Mondovi, 365 with the beans at 1022. Osseo, 370 with the beans at 1022. Over at Stevens Point, soybeans are 1025. At Elk Mound, the corn is 363. Down at Sparta, corn 361. The beans are 1013. And Ellsworth is 352 and 1022 on the beans. Ethanol plants, Boysville corn 360. Stanley 363. New Richmond 358. Cheese prices down yesterday. Barrels down three to 249 and a half. Blocks down 10 and a half at 263. The butter up a cent and a quarter at 143 and three quarters. Class three, a little lower yesterday. November down nine at twenty three seventy seven. December down a nickel at twenty seventeen. January down seven at seventeen ninety two. February down a nickel at sixteen seventy nine. March down eight at sixteen forty seven. And uh, the price for October class three milk officially came out yesterday twenty one sixty one. That's up five dollars and eighteen cents from September. Well, enjoy the weather. If you're finishing up the harvest, do it safely. Sixty eight and sunny today. Wax one oh four point five. 